0: ahead not to delay or be misled. I should have heeded her advice, but he seemed so nice. And he showed me things, many beautiful things that I hadn't...
1: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the the Warning Podcast. This is review number 341 with our review of Into the Woods. I'm Christopher Schneezy.
2: I'm Carson Patrick.
1: And I'm Stephen Miller. <laughs> <laughs> If you're joining us for the first time, this For the Warning podcast is a weekly film review program. Each week in the show, we're going to dive in, debate, discuss, and argue over the latest film releases coming to a theater near you. Right now, we are currently smack dab in towards the end of our uh, crazy omnibus super double extravaganza review, super happy fun time, and uh, so far we have reviewed Imitation Game, the Wild, The Hobbit, The Interview, This is our review of Into the Woods, and we will also have in the feeds after this a review of Unbroken. Uh, We are trying to do these super fast, and uh, so we are gonna skip the early episode banter that we usually have, which I know you guys love because it's so exciting, and we're gonna go right into the trailer for Into the Woods.
0: I wish. I wish. I wish. I wish. You wish to have the curse reversed? Go to the wood and bring me back the cow as white as milk. These beans carry magic. The cape as red as blood. Oh, dear. How uneasy I feel. The hair as yellow as corn, the slipper as pure as gold.
2: Good day, Mr. Wolf.
0: And what might be in your basket?
2: I must find that girl
1: All will come to a happy end.
2: Not always.
0: Princes and castles. Why would you run away? It's not quite what I expected. Maybe I shouldn't have strayed from the path.
1: Don't you know what's out there in the
0: world?
1: Someone has to shield you from the world. It's because of you there's a giant in our midst
2: wish it's what you wish
1: we have one chance don't you see that if we're gonna get through this we're gonna do it together because you love me why did you stray
2: I was raised to be charming not sincere
1: All right, so that was the trailer for Into the Woods. Carson, you have three minutes. What did you think?
0: All right, so here we go. Into the woods, into the woods, into the woods. I wish, into the woods, into the woods, into the woods. I wish, I wish, I wish. And that's the whole
2: f***ing movie. Pass with a caveat. <laughs> Steven. Yeah, I, I I feel you there. Uh, I kind of wish I could be that concise. I'll, I'll say a little bit more. Um, the movie is very bland like i'm kind of surprised this movie has been a musical since like 1975 uh, because the story it tells it kind of builds up to having a big thing to say or some kind of clever way it's going to relate all these fairy tales together but i don't know it's very forceful (laughs) in just trying to be a memorable musical uh like like the repetition of into the woods in every single song over and over again is like the woods have no meaning. There's no grand statement about the woods. It's just a place that people go and and meet each other. It, um, yeah. I I appreciate True. the musical aspect of it. Like, I I thought Les Mis was a much better musical from two years ago. But I still like a little part of me enjoys that. But as far as being memorable or having something to say, this movie really kind of fell flat and had. As we discussed with Chris, I believe in the car ride after, some weird messages towards the end about <laughs> you are not alone, and I, I don't know. I, I, I was curious enough that I looked up afterwards what the original play had and what was stripped for the Disney movie, and I think Sondheim had maybe some point of view that was kind of like neutered by this film. But overall, it was okay. It was
1: so unmemorable. I really, I have little to say about it.
0: Chris, I would agree with that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, so uh, I enjoy me some musicals. Um, I, but ba- basically, I, I think I said this in the car ride home, as Stephen talked about. Um, that uh, you know, a musical, basically, they you, you can only judge a musical on uh, did they do something clever and how good the music in it was, because like, because usually the story it takes you know second place or second stage or whatever the story is all background and what you're really there to see is some sort of cleverness in the music and good music and i think that this film uh isn't particularly clever like they they work in an you know old fairy tale whatever stories um and they work them together but they don't work them together in a way where each of those stories is together at all they sort of all exist in one world and these characters that aren't part of the fairy tale exist in the middle and interact with each of the people from each of those fairy tales in a way that allows them to be connected but they're they're separate they're, they they are un, for the most part until like you know the very end they are unaware of each other um also, the music, as we were sort of joking at the beginning of this, uh, isn't really that special. Um, I think that uh, the girl who plays Red Riding Hood, um, she is super annoying, but I think that she is, like, perfectly super annoying. Like, she, mm. her voice is piercing and uh, is kind of like – I just I, I liked her as Red Riding Hood. Also, the boy who is Jack, um, he I thought he was great. I think they are given some of the best songs in that they – do what the song should do in a musical, like they have a melody, huh?
2: Have a melody
1: yeah like they have a melody to them and they also tell a story instead of just repeating the phrase into the woods uh you know Stephen, as you were saying like the woods are there and it's a thing but they don't really mean anything yeah like all the songs are like you know go 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 through the woods and out before night or whatever the song is right um or out before dark or something like that And it's like whoa, whoa, whoa what's in the woods well nothing is really in the woods like it's just it's just for some reason all of these little villages it's almost like the 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 woods are remember nightmare before christmas in the woods there's those doorways and all those trees in that center area that each take you to a different world basically mm-hmm. that's what the woods are in this the, the woods are the thing that allows you to pass into another fairy tale and there isn't really anything that happens in them that would make you not want to be there at night um, so i don't know why the song is like and out before night or whatever the hell it is um uh, also this film should have ended at at the point like 45 minutes before the end of the movie where everything's all happy and like they're ready to say like happy good time and then there's a big giant stomp Uh, i think it could have cut to black and it would have been a perfectly fine ending um also in my last 15 seconds uh these songs are super super pedophile creepy um and i never (laughs) realized that about these stories and these nursery rhymes but they are super super creepy and all seem to be about adults taking advantage of children and i will let that be
0: well, I'll just expand on that a little bit. I will say that, yeah, I think the the big problem I have with this movie is that structurally it is very weird. Um, and, and the whole, like, you know, happily ever after, and then the movie just goes on for another 40 minutes or so, and you're like, and it gets very, very tedious. Like, that last act was just almost, that was almost like Hobbit-level tedium. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And I I kind of thought in the beginning I was kind of on board with it. I've never seen the musical before, so I was like, okay, uh, like I kind of get on this, get on board with this. But like all the repetition, just like that's where you know the the tedium started. And then once they hit that midpoint, it was just it was over from there. Um, I I think that like maybe that setup was like refreshing or groundbreaking back when the musical came out and maybe that's why there's a lot of people have a huge following i don't know but uh i I just feel like that now seeing it now it's not as maybe new as it was back then and uh because i know that this movie is hailed as steven sondheim's you know masterwork and i I don't see it as that like i i don't see what the big deal like the big you know hurrah was but uh personally i thought um the 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 play the musical sweeney todd and the movie version of sweeney todd were a lot better than this a lot more creative and cool and the songs were uh you know really awesome like i that's That was kind of my first introduction to Sondheim, and I was like, oh, like, you know, everyone always talked very highly of him, and when I saw Sweeney Todd, I was like, okay, I can see why. So I expected, you know, the same sort of high watermark for Into the Woods, and uh, I don't know, I just, I didn't see it in this movie at all, man.
2: Yeah, and and I sort of feel like that does, to give the benefit of the doubt, because I didn't watch the musical ever, I I do feel like some of that comes down to the Disney-fying of this story, because... As Chris mentioned, like, the the pedophilia nature of some of the <laughs> characters and stuff is not a coincidence. Like, like that is very intentional, I believe. And there's even—there's some double casting I read about. Sondheim will cast the wolf and the prince as the same person. Hmm. Like, like, he's trying to say something where he's, like, subverting these different fairy tales. And the the premise is kind of, like, what happens after the happily ever after and what is really lurking behind people but structurally the movie doesn't lend itself to that at all like like you guys said like it takes till the last 45 minutes to be a positive story and only then is it trying to throw in some like you know subversive aspect and by then it's kind of too too late to become that movie like if you're going to make it just a standard happy fairy tale for the first hour and a half or whatever you can't then shoehorn in the fact that you're subversive and and i think that's what left like a weird taste in my mouth is that it didn't it didn't come off strictly like it was making fun of these fairy tales or trying to poke holes in them. It had like a few moments like the prince's song and stuff that, that lent yeah. itself well to that, which were by far like the funniest parts of the movie. Um, yeah. But overall, it just didn't, it, it seems like it was afraid to not appeal to families and children. So it didn't embrace any of like the edge that I would hope Sondheim had if this really is like a, a classic musical. I, I hope he had more substance than the movie felt like it did yeah
0: although my girlfriend said she watched like the original Broadway staging of it um like on Amazon or something Amazon instant and she said it was just as boring, so I don't know if... <laughs> but she said that the the actual uh musical is longer it's like two and a half hours so they mm-hmm. they they cut like a chunk like a good half hour chunk out for the movie. Characters oh.
2: die in the musical that do not die in the Disney story hmm, that's interesting. I will I'm say dying, though.
1: Right now, I'm dying.
0: <laughs> I will say though that some of the
2: performances are
0: pretty good. I mean, given the you know the movie, but I will say that like, again, um, Chris Pine in another underrated, undervalued role. Like <laughs> I just thought that he um, stood out for the little screen time that he had. Um, I don't know. Just throwing that out there.
2: I'm glad he didn't throw out Meryl Streep because that's like the the obvious choice and honestly i don't feel like this movie gave her much to do like no i feel like anyone could have been the witch it would have been the same movie yeah pretty much
0: i mean i thought really the standouts were pine and emily blunt and james corden were really good but uh that was about it in terms for me
1: i don't know yep um and uh, that's pretty much the end of the five minute segment so uh i say we just get to our verdicts then Carson, if you're going to give this a must-see, reckon with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or must-avoid, what would you give it?
0: Um, I Yeah, I I would probably just give it a pass. The caveat being uh, I liked some of the design of the movie, but even though some of it still ended up looking like Jack the Giant Slayer or something, but uh, um, I kind of like what they did with the giant woman at the end, but um, it just—it wasn't as bad as something like The Hobbit, um, but it did veer close— in that final stretch but uh it still was not an enjoyable movie in my opinion so i'm gonna give it a pass all
1: right Stephen
2: yeah i think in my mind this is in low rental territory like despite all my criticism of it until the end i wasn't really upset with this movie at all like it was, <laughs> it was you know it was totally pleasant much in the way that something like wild i'm saying was totally pleasant it's just like it was billed as so much more and it had so many people involved uh this does mark the second movie of the year where James Corden sings a song where the refrain is, you are not alone. So that's interesting. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He sings it on the street corner in Begin Again also. A
0: Begin Again, much yeah. better movie. Much, much better. Take yes. it away, Chris.
1: Uh Yes, I'm going to give it a pass with a caveat also. I think the main caveat is really just if you're a fan of Into the Woods, then maybe this will be... You Maybe you'll be into this. Um, so... Yeah, everyone else, though, I don't think there's a reason to rush out uh, and see it. And that's coming from a fan of musicals, which yeah. I am. More of an so. Into the Wooden. <laughs> oh. yeah, into the Wooden. Watch it.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah totally. I'd rather watch Mamma Mia again.
1: <laughs> I, I haven't seen Mamma Mia, but...
0: I actually like the movie version.
2: I have no desire to see the
1: movie version of Mamma Mia. <laughs> no. I. It was do I.
0: way more entertaining than this movie. <laughs> All right. Well,
1: Carson, uh, why don't you tell people where they can find you?
0: Uh practicalcandy.wordpress.com.
1: Steven? Uh s People can find me at Christopher in Real or Twitter.com slash Christopher IRL. You can find the podcast over at the spoil the where you get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. Uh, if you want to know when the episodes go live, you can follow us at twitter.com slash spoil warning or like us at facebook.com slash the spoil warning. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at the spoil the or call or leave us a voicemail at 760 575 TSW. That's 760-575-4879. Music for the song will come from Into the Woods, um, so hmm. hopefully. I wish. <laughs> I wish this was over.
0: <laughs> it's almost
1: over. <laughs> we sh- I was joking with uh, Steven going to see the movie that we should totally like record our own rendition of this, but we would all need to be in the same place. Or I guess we could just overdub it. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, it's not gonna happen. So, anyways, we are going to go Go to the head festival. Out we're, we're yeah. gonna uh this film this film was a little broken so we're gonna go review unbroken i don't know
0: <laughs> yeah
1: oh snap all right later guys you and
0: brought us to the light and we're back at the start and i know things now many valuable things that i hadn't known before do Put your faith in a cape and a hood. They will not protect you the way that they should. And take extra care with strangers. Even flowers have their dangers. And though scary is exciting,
1: nice is different than good.